Welcome to the Spicy Boys Podcast. Let's get spicy. Hello and welcome to a place where all film, movies, TV, entertainment, media, beer, and fun happens. And it's called the Spicy Boys Podcast. Oh man, I thought you were gonna say Willy Wonka's chocolate factory there for a second. Yeah. Oh man. Wait, is that a Willy Wonka thing? No. None of that really is. I don't think any of that was in Willy Wonka. No. (laughs) It's a movie though. I don't know what Willy Wonka you watched, but it was another version. The Tim Burton one. (laughs) Yeah. The director's cut. I'm the captain of this episode of the ship, Ship 51. You're the captain of your own fate. Yeah, and I have uh, my skippers. Ryan Witten. Word. And Bradley Jordan Hughes. Representing. And Geoffrey Gann. Welcome. Sitting in front of sitter. Pointing the, or uh, what, what is Straight it ahead. Yeah. To that iceberg. <laughs> Calling the shots for us. Yeah. So, welcome to this week's episode number 51. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Booyah. I was hoping that like we could insert that Sony Digital Cinema 4K. Oh. And, or, or the IMAX intro right there. <laughs> or sit back and relax. <laughs> or do the uh, or do the Dolby. Yeah. yeah. Or, the or do the Dolby. Like, I think we need to add that the in THX. there. THX. Yeah. I get so pumped when that when that uh, when they do that those intros. Man. Special oh, IMAX that countdown. When you do the IMAX countdown. And that you, thing is cool. And it's you know it's going to be a solid movie and you have good food. It, yeah, it makes it's. That's probably one of my happiest places. <laughs> that's yeah. That's that's the only countdown that matters to me. The ultimate trifecta. You, so like that that feeling you get where you're like gonna watch a movie like yeah. that. What was the what was the what's the most significant one you've had that you you can remember? Like anytime you think about IMAX, what's the movie that you think of? If I said IMAX movie, or movie shot in IMAX, what would you think of? Interstellar. It's a, is it Interstellar? Yeah. I was always curious because. There's a few for me, but yeah, it's not Soccer Punch. <laughs> the first, <laughs> no, the first I was expecting IMAX moves I've I've seen. Well, a little bit disappointed. The but. Dark Dark Knight Prologue. Yeah, I uh, saw whenever they released. Um, oh come on, um, Interst- uh, uh, was it, it Inception? No, no, they showed it before. Uh, it was was it a Harry Potter movie? No, no it was uh, Will Smith um, zombies. Uh, uh, I'm well, legend. I am legend. I am legend. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it was before I am legend because I remember this is in Orlando and they announced if you stay during the prologue to see Dark Knight and then you want to leave, you don't get your refund. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like half the theater. <laughs> and that, did everybody just sigh? Yeah, I mean, I still wanted to see I am legend at the time, so I yeah. through it. But yeah, man, especially when the countdown starts in SD, mm. then it's it it wipes to. Like HD, uh huh. Mm. Like yeah, 
You know, this, go. this is a weird one, but Kong Skull Island was one of my favorite IMAX experiences in 3D. I like that one. I really like that. They movie. really did a good job with CG and the monsters and acting wise. Oh my god! What were you gonna say, Brad? I don't think I've seen it's Skull. Dreadful. Oh man, yeah. Which, which, what, year, what year did that come out? Like two years ago. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Yeah. It's pretty fun though. Not good that's, King Kong movie. Not, Skull Island. I was just thinking if it, if it it's. I I just remember like the with, with what you were talking about about the countdown and just being yeah. excited. Like I was probably more excited for that because I mean like how long has it been since the King Kong movie came out? Like true. Two thousand twelve. Peter Jackson, which I loved. H D D V D. I think <laughs> actually one of the best experience I've ever had in a theater. That was. I mean, it was an IMAX. Lord of the Rings, man. Oh, yeah. Dude, Lord of the Rings took me, like, that took me to a different place. Fellowship? Yes. I think it was Fellowship. Hmm. It might have been. Who, which one's your favorite two tower? out of the, yeah, the, Ooh, the trilogy? Two, let's, two. let's not, let's, let's, yeah, let's not talk, let's, not the Hobbits, but yeah, the original trilogy. Two Towers. Yeah. I agree with you there. That was a great one. You know, it's funny how there, there's always like you every now and then you'll go see a movie and then you'll like the movie will end and then you realize that you aren't like that you're sitting in a movie theater. That's always the weirdest right? feeling to me. I, I'm always like when that happens, I'm like, oh, my God, I enjoyed that so much. <laughs> I do like I, I was thinking the other day, I'm like, dude, I really do like the or, uh, like Lord of the Rings, man. It's up there for me. I know it's like a it's a. AFI top top 100 or whatever but um all the movies I think yeah um but yeah man dude I want to I think the, okay real quick I got to got to bring it up cuz the reason part of the reason I was thinking about it is cuz I want to do uh Lord of the Rings marathon eventually Ooh. and then segueing from the marathon we did a marathon we did do a marathon. Brian, oh, yeah, you guys did one. We did, we went to a Jeff Goldblum marathon. Dude. Was, was he there? No, he didn't show up. <laughs> no, but after the third movie, so right before Lost World. Um, they kind of acted the, like he was going to show up. Birth, death movies. Uh, I can't think of the two that were. Uh, it was uh, Scott Wampler and Britt Hayes, who are both writers for Birth Movies Death. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I thanks mean, for correcting me. That, so at least there, I mean, there's people. So yeah, I know. Showed up. Well, they were there to speak. Yeah, but she mentioned how yeah, it'd be awesome if uh, Jeff Goldblum just busted through the wall right now, and then, like the crowd like was like looking around. <laughs> like, yeah, and she goes, "Oh no, 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 that's not happening." And we're all like, "I was like, she messing with us?" I uh, know. I was I was so hoping that like right after the fest or the marathon was over, he was just gonna walk out. But it was, it was fun. How many how many movie marathons have you attended, Ryan? Three now. That's my third one. So you did Nick Cage twice. Twice. <laughs> oh, you did that twice. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Did I he went show to up? the second one and the fourth one, that, and he showed up at the fourth one. I do have to say, after doing this mar marathon, mm. Nick Nick Cage marathon would be cake. Like every one of his movies, yeah. I would be like. Not that it was difficult. Yeah, and those, that, there was just five movies at those. Yeah. I think I could do the five movies for Nick Cage. Yeah. So. Oh, it was, it was a blast. I was trying to remember exactly what movies played. And the first one I went to, it was uh, Face Off. 
Okay, see, boom. Started out with start, Face Off. Started out strong. Man. <laughs> Valley Girl. Okay. And then Adaptation. And then, oh, man, what was the fourth one? The fourth one was, was it Ghost Rider? I think it was Ghost God, Rider. That's you, a tough one. you start strong. <laughs> yeah. You got to throw and a Ghost the, Rider in there. And then the fifth one was The Rock. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can't finish any stronger than that. No, but the, the last one on the one that he, because on the one that I went to, he apparently chose the movies for it. And he ended that one with um, Raising Arizona. Lords of War, <gasps> Lord of War, which oh, is a pretty oh, good yeah. movie. Lord of War is good. Yeah. Yeah. Started out with uh, Bangkok Dangerous. Oh, okay. That was a good one. I hadn't seen that one before. I'm trying. Yeah. I was thinking after we got out, like, who else would I go see? Like that, I would be like really excited to like power through and watch you five movies. Um, I think there's a lot of random, I know random one. people. Ooh. Tom Cruise. That's <laughs> what I was like. I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, if you if you had an actor that you're like, I would but go Cruise, see five of his movies. Who would it be? Okay, I could see. Well, I have other people, but um, Tom Hardy. I could see Tom Hardy movies. Tom Hardy be yeah, that'd be easy. I'm trying to think of like not super. That's a good question. Actors. Yeah. Yeah, not directors. Can I pick the movies? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, really? Ooh, That's a good one. That is a good one. Yeah. Can I name your name a name, name some movies. Uh Danny Darko. Mhm. Uh, Prisoners. Yeah, okay. Uh Uh Nightcrawler. I was going to say Nightcrawler. <laughs> Jarhead. Uh, j- <laughs> And uh, would would uh, what was that? Oakjaw? Would that be in there? So, okay, so is it like four to five films usually? Yeah, four. Well, yeah. this was the, apparently this was the only time that they've done four. Yeah, I guess this wasn't. But it made sense why. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love Jeff Goldblum. Guy's not the best actor <laughs> in the world, though. <laughs> it doesn't really like. Like there's he, not a lot of acting. Yeah. No, it's more uh, just like his presence of yeah. like being in the. He's just so weird. Yeah, like I think he actually acted more in Lost World than I realized he did. Mm-hmm. Like he was actually like wasn't being just Jeff Goldblum <laughs> personality. He was like being this like father who's struggling yeah. to because his daughter. But um, I mean, there's just so many. I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal. I mean, Oscar Isaac. Ooh, that's a good I one. definitely yeah. do. Nice. I feel like we would all go to that one. Yeah, I've got, I've got one. John Heater, <laughs> Daniel, Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> oh yeah, Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're gonna say. What about actress? Ooh, With, oh man, you can't say Greta Gerwig. Oh, I can't. No. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Are you, are, you, are you seeing this? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's busted. Ryan's wearing a Greta Gerwig shirt. He just, wait, first of all, he has a Pearl Snap shirt on. He just pus- yeah. busted open with a Greta Gerwig shirt. Literally a white t shirt yeah. with black lettering that just says Greta Gerwig. Yep. <laughs> I gotta get yeah, a photo of that's this. That's very good. Um how about you, Brad? Actress. I was gonna Marathon. say I was gonna say Natalie Portman. Oh, Natalie Portman would be a good one. Um Michelle Williams, I think, would be, That'd be a good. top one for me. But 
if it were an actor, though, I think I would have to say Kyle Chandler. Oh, you know, I could do Kyle Chandler. Man, Kyle Chandler would be awesome. He was in the original King Kong, or the 2005 King Kong. Um, he was also in First Man. First Man. He was in Manchester by the Sea. He was in Spectacular Now. He was in Pure Country, the George Strait movie. You could throw that in there for fun. Um, I think that's also yeah. It also depends on like if you can choose. I mm. think too, because there's some movies out there. I'm like, eh, what people? I'm like, eh, I don't want to see that. Yeah. Or Josh Brolin would be a good one. Brolin would be good. Actually, it'd be really good. Javier Bardem. No Country. Mm. Yeah. God, you could do a lot of good movie marathons. I feel like we need to throw one at the drive-in. I'm thinking about it now. I'm like, okay, what would it be like? I, so at the at the Nicolas Cage ones you went to, yeah, did they do anything else like that was different than what they did for us? Besides him, like he showed up to one of them. For- yeah, they would always have like little like competitions, and they had like more like themed alcohol drinks at those. Okay, because we so it was more like a drinking event. I, I think for me, like going to another one, I want them to do a, I would, I would like for them to spend a few, like another five minutes in between each episode and do something or each movie yeah, and do something. But they did do a Jeff Goldblum impersonation yeah. you know, contest or best Jeff Goldblum. Right. Person. They did the Goldblum, um, but, um, which is tough but, to do. That's like yeah, not an easy one to do. No, it's not. But one of the funniest things that happened though is the, uh, the the first year that I went to the Nick Cage uh, marathon, they had a uh, uh, they started it out and it was uh, they started playing Wind Talkers uh-huh. at the beginning, like they rolled like the credits for Wind Talkers, and then like as soon as it got to like the movie starting, it was like somebody was like they like somebody was in the back and they were like, well, I didn't pick this movie. Let's just do a play. And then the projectionist was like, Wind Talkers is my favorite Nick Cage movie. And then they had this like big fake fight and then they See? actually started rolling face off. So it was See, that's funny. that's what I mean. Yeah. That, that yeah. stuff adds to it because I feel like no, that's what really people does. are feeling. Oh, yeah. I mean, like if they see a movie like Wind Talkers start playing, they're like, oh, God, this is going to drag. Right. Yeah. There's something fun about I mean. That's how that's how you need to do it, though. You know, you, you need to be aware that like not everybody is like super serious about this, right? And it should be more fun than anything. And I told people, or I, you know, specifically when I was talk, when you asked me like, let's go do this, I was hesitant. Cause I'm like, I don't I haven't sat through eight movies in a movie theater before, yeah, or eight hours of film before, yeah. Um, you know, if, at a film festival, you might be like moving around a little bit, right? But just like in the same theater, it's not hard. Not at all. Like it's once I got fun. through, I mean, in, I'll be. I mean, be honest. Jeff Goldblum movies, I'd be like, I think it's going to be a little bit more difficult than some other actors for me. I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of him, but it's not like my favorite actor. So, but once you know, I the first movie we saw, I've never seen before. So yeah. Um, well, the the first and the two third other, one. Yeah, the first and the third I've never seen. So yeah, it's cool, man. Kind of makes it fun. I, I recommend anyone that can go to a movie marathon do it. Do it up. You know, if you if you like half the movies, I mean, it's worth it. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they did the ad for that Nicole Kidman one. That looked oh, that's right. Good. Yeah, I was like, damn, I go see. Oh, Nicole that's a lot Kidman. of yeah. It was a lot of movies you can pick. Uh, speaking of movies, Oscar nominations are out. Boom, 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 yeah. and we're gonna go through them as quickly as possible. Okay, so for Best Picture, we've got A Star Is Born, Black Klansman. Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, and Vice. 
director. We got Alfonso Cuaron for Roma, Yorgos Lanthimos for The Favorite, Spike Lee for Black Klansman, Adam McKay for Vice, and then Paul Polakowski for Cold War. Sorry. Actor in a leading role, we got Christian Bale, Bradley Cooper, William Defoe, Rami Malek, and Viggo Mortensen. Actress in a leading role, we got Yalitza Aparicio for Roma, Glenn Close, Olivia Coleman, Lady Gaga, and Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy? Yeah, she was in that uh, Can You Ever Forgive Me movie uh, that was about her like faking like writer's notes, but hmm. those are the, I mean, it take half our episode to read through the rest of the nominations so all right well what we'll post it right yeah, yeah. we'll post it up there which i'm sure if you've listened you probably have already looked it up but still that's yeah. a preview <laughs> but what are you upset about any movies that didn't make it on a lot yeah. of those? <laughs> original score <laughs> what about you ryan well i'm upset that um the academy once again didn't uh make up for their mistake of not choosing carol as best picture for 2017 <laughs> come on <laughs> it's been two years guys i, I uh, he's, counting. <laughs> he's counting i was talking to some people about it and uh everyone uh, well some of you that i talked to they say that spike spike lee might get best director just because he deserved it for do the right thing and he didn't get it Okay, see, I don't like that analogy at <laughs> all. I hate it. But, hey, well, I, I mean, well, I know it's politics. I know it's, you know, just like any other. It's it's like when, uh, it's like when. It's like when Leo won. Or when uh, Sean, uh, <laughs> yeah. what's his name? Sean Penn won for Milk. And against uh, uh, Mickey Rourke in The Wrestler. Oh, that was the same year? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. People were mad because they were like, that was Dude, the Academy like, apologizing for the whole Brokeback Mountain snub. Uh, <laughs> I mean, who knows if, we gotta vote. If, <laughs> uh, if, if they're judging it based on, I mean, the movie. The, you, I want to be in there. I want to know, like, how, like I want to be like a part of this, like, just see man, it. Like, just get nominated. Because I'm like, am I, are we biased towards... Yeah. I mean, are we? I'm sure we are. Yeah, we are. Right? I'm trying. I try to be as open-minded as possible about it where it's like, no, they deserve it. Yeah. You know, especially, I mean, if you haven't seen one of the movies too, it's hard to like yeah. sit there and I mean, bash I'm, it. I'm not saying Black Clansman is, is, you know, it, no, I don't it, think it doesn't, doesn't deserve a nomination. I'm not saying, I don't think you're saying that either. Yeah. But, mm. but you should, you're saying he doesn't, he shouldn't deserve it because he didn't get it at another movie. Exactly. Yeah. It should be yeah. whatever's currently yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah. And also, just I don't know. It's because I I did feel that way about Leo for a while. Where I was yeah. like, man, because I was thinking about back all to all of his movies. But no, like he shouldn't have won be based on his other movies if yeah. he didn't already win. Yeah, so it should have been whatever you know. Yeah, for the Revenant. But I mean, well, who was he up against for the Revenant though? I'm trying to remember. Oh. But I just I just know yeah. I was obsessed with the Revenant, so I was like, okay, yeah. no, that makes sense <laughs> to me that he won. But um, I know a lot of people are like complaining because they're like, he shouldn't win the Revenant if if they didn't think he was good enough. Yeah, but yeah. it's I am politics, dude. I am rooting for Alfonso though for Roma director and cinematographer. Yeah, Have, did you, so you watched Roma? Some of it. I'm. It's okay. kind of. I'm. 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 I'm God, that's a long movie. I'm. Yeah, I'm cherishing every moment. <laughs> Um, just find out, I mean, uh, the same person can win director and cinematographer. I think it's pretty cool. That's pretty that cool. Be, and uh, the guy who did uh, Cold War, who got 
nominated for best director that Paul Polakowski uh, um, he also got he also was his own cinematographer yeah yeah but he didn't oh. get nominated for best cinematographer how, do you, but, how does it feel if you win like double Oscars in a year <sighs> one year you probably feel like you can't be stopped like you you know after that you're just like you just go take like a couple weeks and just do whatever you yeah. want and then mm-hmm. you're like whatever movie I want to do next it's happening probably I mean that has to be like the best feeling ever not, I mean, not even just yeah. winning but then being yeah. like you won this and now you're like I'm on top I can do whatever I want um, well I think that's the thing is like once you win an Oscar it's like what do you you know what do you want to do next is like the question it's no longer like like your peak it's like Kimaratu and The Revenant well, you know and I think it's cool like when an actor wins and you know an, an Oscar and then can go over to directing or something and try to win yeah, something yeah. too but like, like there's some I don't know Mm-hmm. Something to reach for there, but as a as like a director, or DP, or anything, you're like, but you keep mean, winning Oscars, I guess. <laughs> yeah, are we gonna go? We're we gonna do our uh, our um, oh, Oscar picks again. Picks again. So, oh yeah, um, we'll post that soon. When's the Oscar? March, February twenty fourth. Okay, it's soon. All right. So we get yeah. <laughs> are we gonna get we'll together this year again? We didn't last year, but we need to this year. Whatever works. Oscar out. party. Yeah, let's do yeah. an Oscar party. Um, do you have the the Star is Born soundtrack? I do on vinyl actually. Yeah, let's go just turn that on and Boom. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll turn on the first man soundtrack. And just, <laughs> how because it's gonna win best original st- score. Oh, there's a there's a <laughs> no. There, there's not nominated. <laughs> there's drama today God, because terrible. Um, they're saying now that they only mo- they only might show two of the um, original best original song uh, live performances. Because they're trying to cut down on time, and so they're saying the only two that they're going to show are the Stars Born and the the uh, Black Panther song. Huh. But I want to see I want to see freaking Willie Watson sing the Ballad of Buster Scruggs song. That'd be cool. The when a cowboy loses, uh-huh. <laughs> it is a long. Trades the Spurs it's for wings. Three hours. It's three. Like it's usually yeah. about three and a half yeah. hours. They're kind of trying to cut it down straight to three hours this year. That's smart. But. I mean, I don't know. I feel like you can cut a lot of like the, like stupid jokes. <laughs> I'm with you. Thanks, Jeff. Um, I was gonna say. I don't know what I was gonna say. I had something in mind. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things that you could get out of it. Like I don't know. Start it earlier. Don't do that whole red carpet jazz. Oh, but people love it. People, oh, people know. only tune in for red carpet. Like, yeah, there is a group of people that only want to see the dresses and what people are wearing yeah and we could care less about that right we're like nah man <laughs> i want to see who's gonna win and who deserves to win and if they're oh. gonna if they're gonna screw up again yeah <laughs> oh they always screw it up <laughs> all i'm saying is it should just be judged solely on that solely year. on the 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 product mm-hmm I don't care if you're a male. I don't care if you're female. I don't care where you're from. If it's a good movie, it's a good soundtrack, whatever, it should win. Is there any so me, is there any movie or person that you thought just got completely snubbed other than First Man? Because because I think we all agree that that should have been nominated in way more categories than it did. I mean, I'm happy A Star Is Born was nominated as much as it was. Be honest, like that movie surprised me a lot. So I'm okay with it being in there. I just wish First Man would have 
made it into more. But yeah, I feel, I feel oh, good about what, what? that. I feel like I was like the cheerleader of a star is born <laughs> right after I saw it for the first time. I mean, it's good though. I don't. I, I, I haven't seen it, <laughs> but from what it's good, like yeah. it deserves to be on there. Yeah, but I just wanted it to be against. Oh, and Sam Sam Elliott getting nominated for the first time in his entire life. God, Pretty that? excited about that. I know from Parks and Rec. Well, that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, he's like the hippie Big Ron Lebowski? Swanson. Oh, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um, love him and everything. What, what, was there a movie that you wanted to be nominated more other than First Man? Yeah. Or nominated at all? Mm-hmm. Which one? Only God Forgives. <laughs> <laughs> that is the movie we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> I mean, it would it, it would have been nominated. That was, that was good. I wasn't expecting that one. Yeah, it would have been nominated, but it was made in 2013. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean. That was a masterpiece, right? One can uh, let's talk about it. Um, okay, so that's that's the movie for this today's episode. Nicholas Winding Refn's Only God Forgives. Forgives. After this is after Drive, which we the star in his lead. Yeah, his favorite, his muse, <laughs> Ryan Gosling. So here's the beer I picked. It's called Nemesis. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you, sir. It looks like it's Nemesis. Or is it called? Oh, it's by Audacity. Ooh, did you? I think there's a hole in this. Yeah? In the can? Yeah. It's. Oh, shh. It's leaking on me pretty bad. Just, yeah, here. Hold on. It, it, you, hold on. you punctured it. Oh, ho, ho, ho. just that was that whiskey? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Here. Here. I'm just going to. That'd be funny. Can you can you just hand me a new one? Okay, that wasn't our pop and top. No, we didn't. that was due to no. um. Oh, you just poured all over the table. <laughs> I told you there was a big hole in it, Jeff. No, he just missed. Oh. That doesn't do with the hole. He just. All right, let me get something. Damn it! <laughs> we got a little bit of a spill on the Spice Boys. I think this is uh, the second spill. Jody had one on here. Right? Oh yeah. Here, here you go, Jeff. No, I'll, I'll drink. You gonna one. drink that yeah, one? Yeah, you yeah. sure? Yeah, man. Oh man, you know another movie that I thought was kind of snubbed was uh. Um, Thank you, sir. Eighth grade. I thought it should have gotten best screenplay, at least nomination. Greta Gerwig should have gotten nominated for best director because she didn't get nominated last year. And best actor and actress. <laughs> Best actor and actress and supporting actor and supporting actress. So the beer's from Audacity Brewhouse in Denton, Texas. It is a Nemesis, an Imperial IPA brewed with Sriracha Ace Hops to bring floral, savory aromas and flavor. Hints of lemon, dill, and coconut. It's brewed and packaged by Audacity Brewhouse in Denton, Texas. So... I picked this Dem beer because of the name Nemesis because in the movie Only God Forgives there's, oh, you there's know, some there's, hardcore there's nemesis. some good and evil and the the color scheme because it's prom- a lot of blue and red is is, is, is a a uh, wait it looks orange is, is, this, is this can red yeah it's yeah. blue and red <laughs> in the light it I looks thought it was yellow orange. or orange um, they use a lot of blues and, and reds what? in the movie mm. by, the, by the way our 
our podcast light right now is the deep, red, deep, deep, deep red. red. Yeah. yeah, just like the movie. So, so it's bringing out some orange. So if you're listening and you wanna, you watched Only God Forgives. You want to talk about it? You want to hear about it? Now's the time to pop that top if you want to crack a cold one with the spicy boys. I broke the tab off. That was the first time that's ever happened. We're just busting up beers left and right on this episode. Ooh. That tastes like the movie. Yeah. It's it tastes like <laughs> I'm not sure what it tastes like. Yeah. That tastes like the movie. Good choice, Brad. That's spot or, or <laughs> good choice, Jeff. It tastes Jeff. like uh Imperial IPA. It's good. Mixed with some water. I like no. I think oh, I, I mean, think that's what you're drinking out of that cup. No, I drink all my water before I, I pour it in the cup. I know, but maybe you got a little residue water. Uh, yeah, it is. A, it's a little light, but it's got a, it's still got some punch yeah, to okay. it. <laughs> so we we did drive, and mm. we all agreed it's masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. Well, yeah. I mean, then no doubt about that. Only God forgives was the next one, and I don't know about you guys. I was really anticipating this movie. So was I. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever been more excited for a movie. Okay. Than the, I was for this. Well, well no, that's probably nah, not I was going to say, that's probably not yeah. true. You mean but for, for I was so excited about For a Gosling it. movie. Yeah. I I was like, anytime there'd be a new poster come out, I was like searching that stuff like every day. Because you, and it was very, yeah, it was really interesting too. After coming off drive and then yeah. seeing like what yeah, this movie was about, you're like, shit, this is going to be good. Because right after drive, I actually went and I rented all of the pusher movies which was her his original movies and yeah. watched all of his like norwegian films or danish films and they were great and then and then only god forgives came out and then the log lines oh yeah oh god yeah. this is the captain speaking log line time we gotta get god this we gotta get the ship to the to the iceberg Full speed ahead. Full speed ahead. Sorry, Jeff. I feel like we're really tangenting off on your episode. Huh? I no. feel like we're both like really tangenting on your episode. No, man. We're good. Oh, it's part of, you know, it's part of being a cruise ship. You're having fun. You don't know where you're going. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know. Well, I think you know where you're going. Next thing you know, you're going straight <laughs> towards an iceberg. Boom. <laughs> you're supposed to know where you're going. Classic cruise ships. Um, all right. So, <laughs> Brad is going to start us off. Oh, God. Because he's, 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 um, he's the one who looks... Out of the three of us, who looks just like Ryan Gosling? <laughs> okay. All right, then I need to nail this. <laughs> yeah, Gosling boy. So, Do I have to say anything? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He doesn't say so, a lot in this movie, so I can just get away with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's a flashlight. <laughs> okay, let me think. Um, All right, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Not to be confused keep with talking, a flashlight. Ryan. Yeah. You just keep talking there. All right. So, uh, man, this movie is something else. Yeah. Oh, by the way, do you guys know why um, the colors are so crazy, like red and blues? What, what why symbolism? all of his movies? No, why all of his <laughs> movies are so like, like contrasting in color? He's actually colorblind, and he can't see anything but like extremes against each other. That's why. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I always just thought so it was that's like, like the only symbolism thing that he can or a creative yeah. choice. Well, I mean, I think it is, but I think like part of it is that like he can't see colors if they're not like completely <laughs> contrasting from each other. He's like in the, oh. in the color grading session, and they're like, "What do you think?" He's like, "I, I need can't it brighter." See it. <laughs> they're like, "Can you see it?" Doesn't matter. I need it brighter. 
Exactly. Speaking of brighter, it's gonna be a bright log line for Brian. Uh, this is great because I know I I know what's it's going. It's going. Oh man, <laughs> a family. A family runs an underground boxing and drug smuggling ring and gets in deep after a brother, oldest brother murders a 14-year-old girl <laughs> and then gets murdered himself. Oh, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> All That's right. the movie. All right, Ryan. All right. Ready? All right. So an American in Thailand you can't with a dysfunctional family, oh, a brother commits a horrendous act, and then he finds out that he has an Oedipus complex and has to face his Oedipus complex and a bad mafia guy. And things don't go very well. <laughs> that's good. I mean, that's very. You, you can. I def- mean, that's pretty straight you, to the yeah, point. There's yeah. no. There, I'm not. I'm not sparking any poetry with that. But yeah, not like mine, man. I was a poet <laughs> over there. <laughs> you're a, you're a regular uh, Nathaniel Hawthorne. <laughs> um. Okay. All right. Ready. Set. Go. A. Muay Thai trainer is American. An American Muay Thai trainer has to confront his past and help sell drugs. (laughs) But he said no. (laughs) But his mom said he can do it. I'm going to go Thailand. You said, "Oh man, I had so hot. I, I had poetry in my head." Yeah, I got. I feel like I. I feel like I really missed the mark, but the entire time coming up to this episode, I kept on thinking about yeah. how much this story was set up like a Greek. It was very like Greek mythology. Explain. Just the whole like mother son aspect, oh, yeah, okay. and like him being over there and him having to face like these like gods and stuff like that like the big symbols of like the tigers that he has to face. And so he's having to do all yeah, of this. I got to. And it's almost like, it's, it's almost like he's a human in this world of gods yeah. and he's trying to like break out of it and become like, basically like the people that he sees around him, you know, and these like horrendous acts point. happen to him and he sees all this like horrendous stuff happening. He's And he's almost like the, like, Oh man, is this the good guy that's gonna be like the savior for humanity? Because if you think about it, like his brother was a fucking demon. Like a neon one? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. We'll get into that later. <laughs> but between that and then his his mom was like she didn't seem like a real person. Uh, that's good to you. you I like this that's mom. That's a good though. point. <laughs> um I felt. I felt. Yeah, we all like this mom. That was the point. I, uh, I, so, I, uh, I've only seen this movie maybe, well, twice when it came out. Then I rewatched it. You said you you feel more. It's like a, a Greek mythology type of. I think uh, that's what story. the storyline is kind of. Yeah, that's how I feel. Like whenever yeah. I watch it, that's what that's like how I. I think about it. I felt more. It was more. 
like biblical. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Then I was I I kept thinking about the title. Then the title made sense to me after watch, rewatching the movie again. Mm-hmm. How about you, Brad? Do I feel like it feels what, biblical? No. What do you what? How do you feel about it? I don't know how I feel about this movie. Okay. I feel the same about this movie as I did Mulholland Drive after I watched it. <laughs> oh God, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. You want to tell the viewers like in, in one sentence what you feel about Mulholland Drive? <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's a bad movie. I just get very, I don't know how to feel during it. Like, yeah. it's one of those movies where it's the pacing of the movie too throws me yeah. off a little bit at times because I'm like. <laughs> I don't know. Some things don't make sense to me, yeah. I guess, is what it is. And maybe oh, I, 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 I got I to read the... Yeah, go ahead. Keep talking. Oh, shoot. Yeah, we're going to read it. a real, real log line. I think sometimes I, I'm like, do I want to read into this or do I just take it as face value and just kind of go with what's happening? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess tr- being biblical kind of... Is, that makes sense now. Tried, it makes sense. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, I, I think everybody... You I know, wasn't thinking that, though, to be honest. Yeah. But now that you no. said that, that's probably... Okay, so here's what IMDb says. This is a biblical... <laughs> <laughs> a Muay Thai kickboxer coach is American. Now it's like what you said. Right, Julian, a drug smuggler thriving in Bangkok's criminal underworld, underworld sees his life get even more complicated when his mother compels him to find and kill whoever is responsible for his brother's recent death. Ooh, that's a good log line. Okay. His brother's creepy. Um, <laughs> his brother's so, a piece of shit. Just like, just, you know, just like Drive, there's not a whole lot of dialogue in this movie. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, you, you mentioned uh, Nicholas Winning Refn is colorblind. Yeah. I mean, yeah, at, at this point, I'm convinced he might be deaf. <laughs> <laughs> Um. So, uh, right off the bat, I'm gonna say this cinematography was. I loved. I loved the, I was, the way this movie looked. I'm with Excellent. you on that. That's yeah. the one thing I That's can agree thing. with you on. You check the, pros. Check. 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 Yeah. The score. Score is good. I've been listening to it nonstop check. for the last two days. Yeah. I fucking loved the score. Um. So there's a lot of uh. Man, okay. Nicholas Winding Refn loves violence, <laughs> so which is fine. I, lo- I like that. To, um, yeah, <laughs> the detail of violence. Yeah. Like, wait, wait, is it something that bugs you or no? I mean, no. But did you think anything was too much? Um, because this movie's old. We can we can talk yeah, about it. So. Like, uh, uh, older. Like the, I, f- I felt the scene where Ryan, uh, Ryan Gosling character Julian, like stabs th- his uh, his dead mother like in a stomach so he can find out what's inside her stomach or something. <laughs> yeah, because wasn't he worried that she was pregnant? Was that the point of that? <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. I think that was like um, that was a nod to that. Yeah, but he wanted to make sure that she didn't have his child in, um, in her belly. But the, so I would too. <laughs> so I, the reason why I thought, I, um, <laughs> I thought this is kind of you know has like biblical references. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like the 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 villain, the Chang, the the head, the cop who has who uh, he apparently has a hidden sword somewhere. 
<laughs> at all times. Just at all times, whenever he wants it. Yeah. Um, I felt like he is God for in this movie. That's okay. This is because mm, yeah, the scene where uh, Julia's brother like kills the the, the young prostitute, right. the young girl. Mm-hmm. Then the cop cops need to investigate, and <laughs> he showed up and. The dad was uh, the 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 prostitute's uh, dad was in the room, and instead of consoling the dad, he said something like, "Why did you let this happen? Why did you let your daughter be a prostitute?" Mm-hmm. You know, and he's not even thinking about like who killed. Then, then he asked the dad like, uh, 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 "He said the dad like, do what you want," because the dad's asking him like, "What should I do? You're a cop, like no, do what you want." And he decides to kill the brother and I felt like that's kind of like you this is your your this is your fate yeah 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 yeah. you do what you think is right then and I'll need to do what I think is right from your choices I guess then yeah so the cop cut off his hand his arm which by the way I was gonna say that seems a little epic yeah (laughs) it's like so heavy and it just zooms in. I mean, yeah, it's, it locks, it's, locks eyes it's, with the uh, camera. It's, it's the theatrics of it. I feel like was, was, was God for me. That's a check. Mm-hmm. It's it's stuff that that doesn't make sense. But if you accept the movie for what it is, mm-hmm. you know, like oh, where did he? What did he fucking? What was that sword the entire time? You know, it's always yeah. on him. So that scene kind of, um, that's where I kind of started thinking. Okay, this might be something. You know. Only God forgives, and and the cop is kind of acting like God, and and he did it to uh, again when uh, the guy um, was hired to, uh, I guess, kill him in that ho- the shootout in the in, in the street, mm-hmm. and he spared his life because his son is there, and um, but that that's probably one of my favorite scenes that whole the shootout. Mm. It, yeah, that's a great scene. the The movie itself, I can't help but think about how close it could be considered to Drive. You know, like with like the story arc and every, yeah. without like if you take away Carrie Mulligan from Drive, you've kind of got a similar storyline to Drive. But for me. It's like Nicholas Winding Refn makes Drive, which is a studio movie that he gets brought into. So he makes it under the, the the Hollywood studio system. He's like, okay. And he's basically like, oh, I know exactly what movie to make next. I'm going to remake Drive, but I'm going to do it my way. No rules. Make it insane as possible and throw as many of my references in there as I want to. Because like half the movie to me felt almost like, a, like an 80s like action movie. Like the kickboxing scenes and stuff like that, especially the last fight scene. Like I felt like I was watching Bloodsport. <laughs> okay, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. So it's just like it's an over stylized, and it's like he doesn't have anybody telling him what to do, so he's just yeah. making this like art piece, pretty much. And just it didn't do it. <laughs> I'm. That's that's kind of what why uh, yeah what I think about the movie. It's 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 this this guy who's just punishing are people who had sinned but at the same time punished slash forgiven 
Does that make sense? I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, he's punishing him and forgiving him. Yeah, time. he's like, this is your punishment, or this is, yeah, and, and, um, um, but it's, 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 uh, I guess it's, it's the way they portrayed this, the villain, or, because uh, when, when it's about time for him and, and, and Julian, you know, when he said, you want to fight? Want to fight? I was hoping somebody was going to say that to open up the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you can tell, like this, this, this guy is much more superior than Julian. He didn't. Mm-hmm. He did not land one blow. Yeah. And that's that's kind of like okay, you're. Then it made more sense to me at the end of the movie why they kept showing his hands because there's a lot of like close-ups of hands like his pov yeah. yeah you just show his hands and and he, he keeps getting this almost vision of 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 the cop with the sword you know he, like chopping off his arm or something you know and that does make that does make it more biblical because if you think about like the the eye for an eye a hand for a hand yeah like the whole you know yeah. biblical like if you steal your hand should be cut off yeah kind of stuff yeah exactly yeah yes. no 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 so, I, get, I get it i get it and the the, you find you find out later that yeah he killed his his father with his bare hands at the yeah. end. When, so when, he's basically what, being the, punished for, the and the reason why he flew. Oh, yeah. yeah. So now he's kind of you know dealing with his past and then dealing with demons. Dealing with demons. See and this and, neon and demons. The red and the blue. But now he makes like he, he, he it doesn't make sense because he's colorblind. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, it, it's it's uh, it's it's almost like an art. Yeah, you say it. It it it, almost, it, it looked like an art, a piece of art that didn't can that didn't didn't get there all the way. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I was, <laughs> I was hoping for like just like a badass like kickboxing movie, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think we all kind of expected I more th- out of it. But here's the thing: if you look back at Nicholas Winding Refn's career, here's how it goes: hit, bl- flub, hit, flub. Yeah. All, starting all the way back at the beginning of it for the from the first movie that he did. So you got. Pusher one, and then you got a movie called Fear X. Yeah, you got Pusher two, and then you got Bleeder. You got Pusher three, and then you got Bronson, which is a huge hit. Right after Bronson, he does a movie called Valhalla Rising, which is pretty good, but it's not great. Then he does Drive, and then all right after that, he does Only God Forgives. But then, after Only God Forgives, we get Neon Demon. So. I feel like he's like, like the dichotomy of his colors is a good representation. Yeah. Like I, I like, I feel like he needs like that, like he needs that, like to be like put back, like, okay, you're not who you thought, you know, yeah. like I think he, he like, he goes on ego trips and he needs to lose that again to make a good movie. Um, that I, makes sense. I think we need to review Neon Demon then. Yeah. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> I'd love to. Because now I'm curious about. Maybe that. I'm looking way too much in this week. Like I so, said. I tried to make sense of the movie. So, okay, I think we'll... In, in, I know you are. I, that's that's why yeah. I'm I'm kind of curious how, how how you guys feel about this movie because I like... I actually love movies that 
I watch and I don't understand that I won't come back and I'm like, it makes more sense. Yeah. And then you're like, you know, sometimes it takes time, I feel like, to understand the filmmakers, like what their vision is, right? Yeah. And I do appreciate sometimes if you don't get it right away. Like, yeah. And then you, you have to look into it more. I'm still confused a little bit. <laughs> I mean, where it, you, it all kind of where, where he was, was go, trying to go, what he was trying to accomplish. Yeah. So, well, and Jeff, I know, I know, I showed you this video before because we talked about it. Because so he, there's a there's a movie that was made while he was making this. Oh, the documentary. Yeah, it's called yeah. "My Life Is Sorry. As Directed by Nicholas Winding Refn," and it was made by his wife. You should watch that, Brad. Oh yeah, you definitely need to. So the whole documentary is his wife shooting from home the whole process of him making only god forgives yeah. and about how like he so was like this has yeah. got to be as good as drive but it's like a week before they start shooting yeah and he's in thailand and he doesn't even have a script he's just got all these note cards on the wall it's beautiful though. and all he's like note, all the note cards like man that's good yeah and so he's like this is how i write like i put all of the scenes on these cards and then i just move them around and then they make sense yeah and it's like a week before they're shooting, he doesn't have a script. So that for me kind of encapsulates what happened with this yeah. movie. It's like, okay, he got the funding to make it because they were like, oh yeah, we're going to back your movie. I, does that bug you that he doesn't have a script? Ahead of yes, time? it bugs the hell out of me. But even though that, if that could be his way of like, maybe that's just well, how he works. Like what, I mean, if, what if that movie became a movie you love, then would you be like, I like the way he does that? Probably, but it didn't work. <laughs> it's like, so, he, so I my don't question, think he does that every time. I was going to ask you. I don't know. Like, does he? I was going to say, how often does he do it? Where he's like, uh, I don't think so he, he waits a, until the last second. I think usually he has you, a script. Do you like, think? Do you think this was a script issue? Do you think it was like, like in terms of order? So. I guess or no. I think it's of, more oh. of a like nobody knew what he was actually trying to say. It's a good point. I mean, that's how I feel. To be honest, I'm just. I mean, there are there there are stories within the movie that I follow yeah. that the whole drug, you know. Oh, totally. Like, like that the the kickboxing. Yeah, whatever, yeah. It's just a front for drugs, and the cops. Oh, you guys do drug? We're gonna bust you. Yeah, but that you, that made sense to me. But you're not rewarded with what you're looking. Yeah. I don't know what I'm looking for from this movie. Yeah, there's not like a. So I was gonna ask you guys if you guys got this from it because I, like I kind of took it away, but I was like I don't know if somebody else does too or not, but um. What do you think about, like, so there seemed to be this, like, kind of, like, Ryan Gosling and his mom kind of at times looked like the all-American family. <laughs> no, they, they did, like, where yeah, she was, like... It's a hint of incest, for sure. Yeah, there was that, but also, like, she was wearing, like, almost, like, Kardashian-type clothing. And, like, he was, all like... I mean, no, but that's, that's you know a, what I mean. That's all American. It was like a stereotypical American family is what it kind of looked like, but it wasn't at all. And then there was this dichotomy with the head of the police where he would be at karaoke all the time singing. Yeah. Which is supposed to be like this fun, like, but like really this dude's a fucking just like well, a nightmare person. The karaoke made sense to me. Being in yeah. a country where karaoke is very, it's almost like a religious thing that people do there. Okay. Yeah. So that made sense, but there's too much karaoke in this movie. Mm. But the lanterns look amazing in the karaoke room. Mm. <laughs> you tell me where that is? Yeah, sign me up. Uh, but yeah, I, I know what you're saying about the mom looking like so, I don't know, almost 
like Hollywood, you know, elite. But it made sense. I mean, they're they're smuggling all this dr- drugs. So mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I th- yeah. But the the last scene like really wrapped it up for me. It's like okay, it kind of kind of makes sense what I'm trying to dissect from this movie is that this entire movie. Ryan Gosling Julian has a really fucked up, like past, uh, and you know, like the hint of the incest and and him killing his dad with his bare hands, and at the end he basically this this is what I got out of it. In the end, he basically said, "Okay, I'm owning up on my sins," and he laid his arms out. Yeah, he like he wasn't fighting against. Yeah. He stopped fighting. That's the character arc. From going from wanna fight yeah. to completely giving up, it's like I've I've done like this, I this terrible thing. I, I killed I my father with my bare hands. God, t- take my arms. God forgive me. And the only way for him to for be forgiven is to pay for what he's done. <sighs> Cut off the arms. I'm starting to like this movie a little bit more. <laughs> does that make sense? That makes no. Of, it does. I knew where you were going with this earlier yeah. when you said that. But I was, I'm still like, I'm not saying I really like it. I'm just yeah. saying I'm starting to appreciate it a little more now that I've got, we've got so the biblical I, references I think I, thrown in there. I, I feel like that part, like, yeah, I felt like he was kind of, yes, like cleanse me of my sins. Yes. Um, <laughs> Amen. I just didn't do it for me. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it was. Oh, I'm not saying so, it's like a magnificent masterpiece. No, no, no. no I just, yeah. but I kind of, I kind of like that though. Yeah. I, also, coming from Drive, it's tough. Yeah. I think yeah. it was very difficult to come from that yeah. to this. So I guess as a, cons- as a consumer, I was, I was kind of hoping for more like action happening. Did you guys? Right? Did yeah. you guys see Neon Demon? Demon? No. Yes. I haven't seen it. Neon I Demon? told you that you guys know the Neon Demon story, right? When I went and saw it in theaters, I think so. With your ex, yeah. She she left. She oh, walked out. I remember this. Uh, it's uh, a great yeah. movie. It's a little. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that another time. Yeah, we will. All but right. I mean, it's on Netflix, so you guys need to check it out. I mean, you yeah. you, you you tell us what you tell your family yeah. about it. Tell your tell your sisters, yeah. your brothers. Say, hey, watch that movie. Only God gives. Tell me what you think about it, because you'll have long. To, if nothing else, this movie is something that you can talk about for hours on end. I want to love it. That's the thing about it. I want to love it. Yeah. Like, when, yeah. it be, when it was coming out, I was like, I want to love this movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want to enjoy it. I thought it was. I love the I like. There's the things I like about it. Yeah. God, that scene where he's in the house at the end is so cool. That was so dry. So wicked. <laughs> so cool. Except he was, he's holding a, 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 a gun. gun. Yeah, instead yeah. of a shotgun. So I mean, yeah, there were you drive. Um, yeah. I guess I guess I was I was hoping for this movie to be more like Drive. I know you. Were, yeah, I think well, we I all think were. Was, everybody wanted it to be Drive Two, yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't. So. We did. We didn't get Drive Two. We got. Only God yeah. forgives. The uh, yeah, but the the sound the score was amazing, and then that song that he sings at the end at the end, whoo, that's haunting. So when yeah, when they played on the trailer, it's like that's kind of what hooked me. That yeah, yeah. that Thai um, song. Yeah. Anyway, do you guys want to do Wait. a uh, 
the audacity of this film. Speaking of audacity, we're drinking audacity. We are the audacity <laughs> of hope. You guys know who wrote that book? Nemesis. Brad, you know who wrote The Audacity of Hope? No, who wrote that? Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Boom. You just winked at me like you already yeah. knew that. You're just All right. You gotta do it for the production value. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, the ship is about to uh dock. Wait, from dock a- dock or sail? Dock. It's about to dock. So yeah. we're so we're so we're so we're stopping. We're stopping. Oh, okay. So this is your captain speaking. We need to write this movie and the beer. Okay. What do you want to do on who you want to go to first? I'll go first. The beer. This is, let me take another sip since I'm captain of the ship and I'm drinking. You're going down. Um, I will say for the beer, I would give it a habanero. Five out of ten. Dang. Is that correct? I wasn't. That's correct. I was not expecting you to give it yeah. five. Um, for the movie, I'm going to give it a ghost pepper. Wow. Yeah. Really? Six out of ten. Huh. I had to count there. That's neat. Who you want to go next? Ryan. All right. I'm going to give this beer... I want to give it a Naga Viper. Boom. I, I kind of liked it. It's good. I it was good. And then I'm going to give this movie a Cayenne Pepper. Oh. Four just, out of ten. And I'm the biggest Nicholas Winding Refn fan, so it pains me to do that. I Are just, you? Like, <laughs> no, I am. Like, I will champion Neon Demon till the day I die. Like, I think it deserved an Oscar nomination before Drive did. But whoa, there's a reason behind that, though. I want to hear about that. We'll get to it one day. All right, Brad. The ship has sailed. Boom. That's my horn. (laughs) Ghost pepper for both. Oh, six out of ten. Nice. Oh. Sorry, that was me. That's um, we're buzzing here. We're buzzing. Buzzing harder. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's I yeah, I picked it up because I I know it's kind of it w- it could be either way. It can. Yeah. I think I feel I w- like we all pretty much agreed on. Kind of. I saw it twice. Yeah. Like yeah. so, I think the same thing you did. I saw it twice. But I I, I was certainly not expecting any uh, Trinidad. To Spice X, <laughs> just knowing how you, you know how mm-hmm. we you, how you guys read the film and no, I I did, but when I watched like when you did tell us what movie to watch or what movie we were doing, I did already kind of have an idea of what I was how I thought about the movie. Mm-hmm. I was hoping I, the second time I watched it would change that. Yeah, did it? Not really. Yeah, <laughs> I think talking about it's helped me. Like, yeah. like yeah. I'm like okay, I see more, but I think I'm just. Drive. I mean, it's such a. I I just didn't get what I was looking for from it. But I mean, there are movies where it's it's very objective, where it's the majority of people. It doesn't matter if you're just like a general audience or a film. So, you know, film film um, critic or whatever. They made sense, but 
and, and there are movies where it's it doesn't it's not for everyone, but you look into it and you try to make sense of it. And then there's only God forgives, which is. But didn't he feel like this was like what a masterpiece of his at the time? I mean, well, if you watch the, you need to watch that documentary. I think it's on Netflix too, right? Um, I don't know. It I, used to be. Yeah, I haven't it watched was it at one time. point, but it's called my. But he didn't know, like he didn't know what to think of it after he was done with it. He was but, but freaking out after he was done with it. But while like he was shooting it and everything, did he feel like this was going to be? Yeah, but I, f- I feel like you have to think that way or else like everybody will lose faith in you on set. I mean, if you vocalize that, but yeah, I'm just saying like, I felt like he made, he made the move that he wanted to make yeah. and that alone, get, I give him all the respect in the world and how people perceive it. That's up to them. But if he, he, he wanted to make something that he wanted to right that's what i'm gonna get yeah. at he didn't i mean so, I, I don't know if, I he, think, if he felt like it's gonna be a, a a hit just like drive or or otherwise but he did he he made a movie that he wanted to make and he w- he yeah. successfully pulled the vision out of his mind and put it on screen right and i i want to feel that feeling that he had yeah. that's what i think that's what i struggle with because i want to yeah. be at that spot where yeah. i'm like right i know where you are going with this and, it, and you feel like you're going like I feel like I have an idea, yeah. but then it's like, but is that what it was? Hmm. He went. Were yeah, you he, able to? Ex- were you able to execute what you were looking like trying to do? He was going, but it's just not w- where kind of I was. You know. But hey, Nicholson Reffin, God forgives you. <laughs> Are you God in this scenario? I'm Captain and I'm God in episode 51. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. That's the Shyamalan twist. Boom. Boom. Shyamalan. Anyway, that's it, guys, for t- right. for this week. Brad. Episode 51. Only God forgives. Go watch it. Tell us what you think. It's on the flicks. It's on the flicks. And go drink some Nemesis Imperial IPA. It's it's a good, uh, easy uh, easy uh, IPA, yeah. I feel like. Pairs well with the movie. Yeah. Please go watch this. Thank you for always listening to us. And be ready for episode 52. Spicy Boys, out.